Hello and welcome to my show, Could You Be More Specific? I'm your host, Jonathan Steele. And on this episode of Could You Be More Specific, I'm going to touch on the Nye Wilson unfortunate murder that she experienced in Oakland. This is uh, something I've been thinking about really throughout the whole day. I want to thank you guys for uh, taking the time to listen to this podcast, coming to you through the Way of the Stay Woke podcast. But I'm going to touch on on her as well as I want to also uh, do a follow-up on uh, something in regards to Amber Rose, in regards to just the treatment of women overall. And I want to address some of the things that have been going on with her lately and how that kind of relates to the overall treatment of women, as well as us as men kind of changing that narrative moving forward. But I, I want to start off with the unfortunate tragedy of what happened with Nia Wilson. And it's still kind of been tough to process. I, I think the thing that's been kind of bothering me is on how routine, just thinking about just their day, before you even get to John Lee Cowell, who uh, is a parole felon, the fact that, you know, he uh, attacked her and her sister. And uh, I know she is, last time I checked, still in critical condition. But it's just, it's just something that's kind of been on my mind. And I've still been kind of wrestling with what I want to really say about it because it ties up so many things in terms of not just the treatment of women, but the treatment of women of color. You know, I already know that it's going to be a, a mental health element to this as well because he's recently paroled. So I already know uh, upon his arrest, that's going to be mentioned about what was his mental health state, him being a known white supremacist, and how does that kind of shape the way people are going to view this case moving forward. But just thinking about these these two young girls and, and how they were just probably just going through their day like a lot of us do just routinely. And there was no way that they probably would have ever thought that something like this would have happened. And obviously, you know, um, it's been a lot of things that have been recently happening, especially in, in Northern California uh, specifically uh, in regards to uh, police interact, not, not just police interactions, but just the overall kind of climate there in terms of citizens of color. And it just feels like you, you're seeing these stories every day. And like, and I hate to say this because I know I've touched on this before. It almost feels like there's an element of you, where you're no longer surprised or you're getting used to it, but it's just, you start to get this numbing feeling that you're just expecting terrible news all the time. And uh, I know that's kind of a cop out reason for some of us who have who try to avoid news or avoid politics. But if you do that entirely, then that means you're avoiding life and just thinking about this attack and and what it means. And I'm I'm pretty sure I know the uh, police chief involved. I don't know uh, what the overall viewpoint of how they're going to go about it. I, I would it would seem like it would be classified as a hate crime. It does appear like they were targeted. So that's something I'm pretty sure that, you know, they'll probably look to move forward on. But just, I guess, as an overall picture on what's been happening lately, it just, it's been a lot of, you know, brutal, brutal incidents lately that have been happening in the news. And I think just the the idea of it involving, you know, two sisters and, and the way that it happened in the course that it happened. I'm, and I'm pretty sure for the people that were there that they had to be like 
something that just came out of nowhere and was so surprising. So it's been a really it's been a really hard thing to kind of process and thinking about throughout the day because it's like I knew this was something I wanted to talk about. It definitely changes once you start to kind of voice it. So and so I know this is something I, I'm definitely going to want to touch on moving forward. But just in regards to these two young sisters and just thinking about their family and seeing the response that it's brought to them and and, and to the into the community, it's just you know you hope for the best for them. There's no way you can really put yourself in their mindset on what's happening and how tragic this is. It's it's terrible. It's really terrible. It it does seem like you know you know right now just it, it feels like sometimes like it's just like there's there's really like no way out for you, and I hope moving forward that our communities can come together uh, as as black men and women especially that we're really on the same side here that we're really under we're really under the the microscope of a system that is still you know the rules are set up against us institutionally legislatively there's a lot of things that are are just put into place to make it very hard for you to manage to live a productive life here collectively. And I know I've talked about that before. Yes, you'll have anomalies. And yes, you'll have uh, people that do well in spite of that. But the goal of any society that wants to put into place any forms of oppression, it's about getting the majority. Because as long as we have the majority, there's not much more you can do. So um, those are just some of my my, uh, my thoughts on that. I, I, I really do hope for their families, Latifah Wilson, that she she's able to, to pull through this and continue to support her and her loved ones. And for Naya, it's it's awful. I'll definitely follow back up on this for sure in the future. I'm going to transition to uh, something else from earlier it was a it was a clipping it was an interview clipping of Amber Rose and uh it was an exchange between her and this uh one uh reporter he's in the news uh, a lot he's a conservative more of a conservative kind of uh I don't want to call him this outright right wing personality but he's in that kind of category I'll definitely come back on his name I promise in the future and it was this exchange that they were having with Amber Rose and I guess him talking about in ways that women are viewed uh, and talking about, I guess, uh, women's sexualities and uh, being promiscuous and Amber arguing that her sexuality and her body and, and the way she feels about herself is ultimately owned by her as an individual. And that's decisions that she should be able to make for herself and not be judged or, uh, kind of uh, demonized by men for that. And I remember his exchange with her uh, when he calls her, a uh, says that that behavior is that of a slut. And then she says, well, what does that make you? And he says that is uh, what make men the slut maker. That was just, it was, it, and I, I had a few exchanges earlier with a couple of people about that. That's something as men that we kind of got to really work on. 
what women are ultimately arguing for are things for our benefit in the end. A woman being in control of her own body and of her, of her own thoughts and of own her opinions and, and of her own free will makes the society as a whole much healthier. Do you have to have more discussions? Yes, you do. And obviously there's a lot of guys that have just been programmed, you know, since really childhood that women don't hold as much value as men. And that's a hard thing to overcome for a lot of these guys. It bothers them. And ultimately, and I, and I, and I know I had an exchange with someone earlier about this. As long as men can legislatively, socially, and mentally make decisions in eternally kind of shape the way women are supposed to be viewed and perceived and, and, and ultimately the way you want them to behave, we'll never be able to move forward the way that we're supposed to if we want to promote equal rights and have partnerships because that's what ultimately you want is a partner. Uh, you don't want a robot. And I think I remember I had an exchange earlier talking about that. When you say that, that's perceived as a pro-feminist thing. I am not a feminist. You know, I'm not a pro-feminist. You know, I'm pro being loyal to principles over people. And when you do that, things even itself out. Leadership, humility, perspective, decency, those are qualities that are shared by both genders of all definitions of however you define yourself personally. And accountability goes to all that. Uh, so ultimately, no matter what community you're, you're part of, gender group, the way you identify yourself as a human being, if we're all going to be in this together, then we're all held to the same standard of that. That's something that we're supposed to be aspiring to fight for. And I think uh, Amber is an interesting case study because uh, she's definitely a woman that I, I get the appearance or at least get the indication from that feels very good about who she is and where she's going. She's not afraid to say what's on her mind and she shouldn't. I think she seems very comfortable in her skin. And I think if more girls had that sense, that sense of self and attitude and perspective, we'll have a lot more happier people out here. Because if you look at young girls, especially in high school, that's a very, very tough age to be in because that, you know, around that 12, 13, preteen, teenage range, that's when it really starts to get drilled home to girls on what this what they should be and how they should act and how they should talk and the way they interact and 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 how you know the definition of being a woman is oftentimes not being shaped by other women it's being shaped by men projected onto women and i think amber rose is very important in in shaping that argument i know she does a uh a slut walk which um i i get it it does turn a, a negative to a positive i still kind of feel a little because I, I know that that's what it is. I still feel a little a little strange by saying that sometimes just because I try and avoid saying language and dialogue that's geared towards negative things towards women, uh, mainly because of personally just what women mean to me in my life and the closest relationships that I have in my life happen to be with women. And uh, I try and remain very mindful and, uh, and cognizant of, of my behavior when I'm out publicly. And the way I interact with people personally. And so so I when I saw that today and I just and I and I looked and kind of followed her, I know she's she's had some up and down issues in terms of the way, you know, people have, you know, uh, viewed her and sometimes I believe sometimes attacked her in a lot of ways. And uh, I think some of that is very unfortunate. Uh, I think someone like her is very much 
needed and should be valued and and hopefully appreciated more. I think as women continue to grow in this current climate, what I'm hoping for is that we have more men uh, become more so allies as opposed to uh, being an obstacle in that growth. But I want to thank everyone for, for listening to this pod. I, I apologize for, for seeming somewhat down about it. It's just uh, what happened earlier with uh, just hearing that news with uh, Naya and her sister uh, Latifah. It's just, uh, it's been really uh, a down time. So I, I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I want to thank D who's been working on, on this pod with me and has really helped me a lot. And I'm looking forward to doing more of these in the future. Definitely uh, continue to follow us, like, share, and follow. Thanks again for all the uh, people that have been supporting us. My name is Jonathan Steele. Thank you for listening. Could you be more specific? I look forward to doing more of these again in the future, and I hope you guys have a good day.